What's going on, everybody? My name is Jake Lloyd. This is the one, the only Ahoos podcast. It's been a while, but it is—it feels like summertime here. It is Saturday, June 11th, and guess who's back? Guess who's back in the D.C.? I'm at the crib to my left. Sam Shortstop Healy, uh, good to have you in the city. And to my right, Dave Well-Dressed Crespo. Boys, let's party like it's 2012. It's uh, good to see the three of us in the same room again. Dude, I don't think I can handle it. All I know is I've gotten a little older, my voice got a little bit lower. My hair's gotten longer. Dude, what can happen next? Let me just describe the scene here. Uh, three dudes in their 30s, June 10th or is it June 11th today? 11th. Just talking AU Hoops pod, talking about next season, talking about how we're going to build the pod, uh, make it better for you and us, engage more people. Uh, so it's only June, but we're all ready for basketball season to start up. I was just watching um, Michigan, Indiana from 2013 on BTN's Classic Basketball. In other news, I am still very much single. And that's a true story. I, I literally walk in... Uh, first thing I see Jake doing is watching Cody Zeller in a 2013 <laughs> Indiana-Michigan game. So, Big Ten Network. Like, I don't even know if the players would watch that game if they were flipping the channels, but Jake Lloyd, glued. Dude, hashtag so many questions, guys. So many questions. Sam, I know we can't reveal uh, why exactly you're here in D.C., but um, I think our listeners would be excited by the possible news of you making yet another comeback to the D.C. area, moving back here, being on press row for every AU game next season. Uh, might it happen? I, it's, it, it, there's a possibility. I, you know, I never thought uh, with this new career path that I'd end up back in D.C., but I have an interview on Monday. Seems like a good opportunity. Uh, and, you know, when I was going through my pros and cons, you know, of moving back to D.C., you know, AU Hoops podcast is right up there. So, you know, just being able to be go to the games and just having the games break up the winter because winters, you know, winter sucks. So, you know, just going to those AU games, uh, seeing you guys, that'd be cool. So uh, we will see. Uh, should know more in the next couple weeks. But all you guys waiting at home, uh, you know, <laughs> stay tuned. Dude, really happy for you on behalf of Jake, myself, the fans. Uh, hopefully it plays out well. We have you here back in our lives. Um, I mean, and if I'm, all else fails, I can just drive Lyft. <laughs> well, you'll be doing that anyways. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Let's be honest. I mean, um, is is the Lyft talk gonna make your way into the interview, or or is like any AU like factoids gonna make your way into the interview? Ooh. AU is on my LinkedIn right now. The AU damn Who's right. podcast. You're damn right. It go. You know, I sell myself with AU Who's podcast with uh, with Lyft. So uh, you just gotta find creative ways. You know. Dude, do you? <laughs> you know, we're not the 60-year-old D.C. government employee with uh, his new balances heading home uh, to Quantico <laughs> or Stafford or Fredericksburg. <laughs> I forgot about how long these commutes are in D.C. I saw all those guys on the train the other day. Yeah, and they were probably on one of those, like, packed trains with, like, no room now that the Metro is a complete disaster with all these... Uh, closures and shutting down lines for a month at a time. Oh man, yeah. Is DC it worse than you? It's worse than usual. I don't ride Metro. Crespo does. 
Yeah, but now even I've transitioned to the bike. Like I'm bike and bus. It's yeah, that. Yeah. It's that bad. It's that bad. Wow. It's that bad. Because it used to be okay during rush hour, where like you know there'd be sometimes the red line, but. Let's talk transportation, fellas. Well, I mean, so much has happened, Sam. Since the last time we podcasted, you became world famous. Huh? You blew up with your 13 Shining Moments video, got picked up by every outlet imaginable. I mean, you had Dan Steinberg, you had Slam Mag, you had uh, the WGN, uh, yeah, Deadspin, Bleacher right? Report, Deadspin was the first to post it. I mean, I, I think I looked at it the other day. What does it have, like... A uh, couple hundred thousand views. No, no well, YouTube is only eighty thousand, but then like Bleacher Report, that one page had like five hundred thousand. So I think it's been in the millions. Um, but who's counting, right? <laughs> That's crazy. And then you go on WGN live the uh, the morning after the end of the second round of the tournament, and you're first of all you're a natural on TV. Secondly, they're like, okay. Let's go up. <laughs> I just took off my shirt. It's a warm day. That's why we got some giggling. But um, if my phone was recording right now and you guys were following me on Snapchat, we're doing this podcast and I'm lying down with my shirt off just enjoying the AC. Dude, we all saw you with your shirt off in your Cribs, MTV Cribs video. Playing, playing uh, David Blunt, you're beautiful. <laughs> James Blunt. James sir. Blunt. My bad. David Blunt. My bad. My bad. <laughs> so anyway, we talked about this earlier today. You had one take to recreate that Bronson Koenig shot from the corner, like falling away. And we were like, what would have happened if you just like airballed it or like badly bricked it? Like, I know, Sam, that you're pretty smooth and you could have played it off in some way and still like had a good rapport with the anchor, but. I don't know how that would have turned out, but the fact that you nailed that and then you jumped on the dude's back and you were like slapping his back, everything about it was perfect. Slapping his back, another way of uh, saying slapping his ass on now live TV. You were riding him like a horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's um, call it what it is. <laughs> let's call it what it is. But no, it was. Uh, I wasn't even nervous because it was just a ridiculous shot. It was mm-hmm. like 22 feet from the corner, unlevel grass on like a nine foot hoop. So. Uh, I was just trying to throw it up there, maybe let it hit the rim and have a chance to go in. I just didn't want it to be an air ball. And when I let go, you know, I was like, oh, it looks like it has a shot. It went in. And uh, it was just so kind of random that I didn't even realize until like, later on. I'm like, crap. Like, I, what if I miss that? Like, right. what do you do? Just go like. It's a difficult shot. Uh, all right. Tune in after this commercial break. Like, wh- where do you go from there? Do I just pick up the ball and do I do I tell girls I'm single again? Because like, do I plug myself? Uh, yeah, it would have been a really awkward, awkward way to go. And I don't even know what they thought he would have done. Did they think I was gonna make the shot? Because no, I hope they not. Couldn't have. They I hope not. Thought you were gonna make that shot. I don't know what their plan B was, but that was that was incredible. Crespo, what's in, what would you say has been the main highlight in your life in the last three months? Well, I will say this. I was in uh, northern Mexico for like three weeks when all this was happening. Right. And so I wasn't able to get on the Sam, you know, viral bandwagon until I got back stateside. And I'm not talking about like, you know, Cancun, Mexico or like or like uh, Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. I'm talking like northern like drug trade Mexico where like um, – not many Americans up in these parts. But that's where I was. I was having a great time. Um, but what I want to know, Sam, is where can, you know, 
you're making it you're you're making a name for yourself. You're doing good things out in social media land. Where can we find you like consistently if we want to get our Sam fix? You where can, can our listeners find you? Where can our listeners find you, dude? What? Oh, well, the ha- uh, just besides it, Tinder. Yeah, yeah, I've been deleted for a few months. You know, I deserve a round of applause for that. <laughs> um, but it is uh, anything social media wise. The name Shortstop Sammy. Uh, that was my AOL screen name in fifth grade, uh, and it is still my email to this day. So Shortstop Sammy. And uh, coming this fall, basketball season, we're going to be launching a new website, uh, you know, with some new features, including a video section, um, you know, maybe some other pop culture slash NBA non-related stuff, and also stuff related to other teams in the Patriot League. So uh, we got a lot coming, uh, plans in the next few months, and, um, you know, a lot of it's going to be building the website and building awareness for AU and the Patriot League. So we're going to bring, we're going to go... We're, we're drinking a bottle of wine in June at 4 o'clock talking AU hoops. So it's going to be a big, big year, 2016. I, mean, I, think, I think the public just needs to hear what we can put together, right? Because, I mean, yeah. if we're here right yeah. now, middle of summer, Sam's got no shirt on. Drinking Jake, dark horse wine. <laughs> drinking dark horse wine <laughs> on the bottle. Jake questionably has a sweatshirt on right now. It's 90 degrees outside. I just almost died running a 10K this morning that I have no business running ever. <laughs> I mean, we just got a lot going on. I mean, once we get our, our, our ish together, you know, I mean, I think, I think we're capable of some big things. I'm really excited. There's a lot of potential here. Yeah, I mean, so we've all been super busy. Um, you know, I've done a few of these uh, play report cards. Again, ahoopspodcast.com is where they currently live. Uh, we haven't done a pod in a few months, but as you guys said, like I'm, I'm really looking forward to us just really ramping this up, taking it to yet another level. I know we say that every year. We've been doing this three years now. We were on press row for every game last year. We went to VCU, LSU, Loyola. I went to Lehigh for the Patriot League tournament. I mean, we were all over the place. And now we're going to get a new website that Sam our creative genius is going to put together. We're going to have our podcast section. We're going to have our blog section where you'll see a lot more of the content I've been talking about with the player report cards. You are going to see a video section where Sam, who's just absolutely uh, incredible at putting together these videos, if you watch that 13 Shining Moments video, you know what I'm talking about. And we're just going to be bringing content to you live to our listeners live really throughout basketball season about all things AU, all things Patriot League, some other basketball stuff, you name it, guys. Uh, you want to talk AU just for a few minutes? Let's just talk. Why Why not? It's like asking, do you want ketchup you with your hot Mike dog? Mike Brennan is right now? Is Mike Brennan out on, probably recruiting. Uh, AU has been very, very busy recruiting. And any Eagles fan, you probably know more than we do right now just in terms of all the 2017 prospects the Eagles have. I uh, can't wait to see Saeed Nelson in an AU uniform. Can't wait to see Jess Barini in AU uniform. Uh, Larry Matuzis, who's probably going to have to sit out another year, yet another GW transfer. They are killing it on the recruiting trail, guys. And then you're bringing back Delante, the absolute stud, the freshman of the year. Uh, it sucks to lose Marco. It sucks to lose Jesse. Two really great careers at AU. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we've even properly eulogized what they did at AU um, yet. I, 
maybe we have, but um, a lot of excitement. I, a lot of excitement. I mean, my shirt's off right now. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think the big thing is going to be seeing where Delonte makes the leap and how big of a leap that will be because, you know, judging from the beginning of his freshman year to the end, you know, if he can do that same whatever that progression was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll be in good shape. Uh, freshman, obviously Saeed, like, we've heard great things, but, you know, I'm just, we'll wait and see what happens because you never know with freshmen making the jump, uh, you know, to D1 basketball. What do you think, there's been a lot of back and forth on pro boards about this. Do you think Saeed comes in and starts, or do you think it's more of that slower progression as has been the case under Brennan? Well, Refresh my memory. Did Delonte start game one? No. Well? He did not start, right? Nope. He came off the bench and uh, at URI. I was at that game. Yeah, he right. came off the bench and um, he had his first drive was a good bucket, but yeah, it didn't start. And let's think about this. He started the sophomore. Al- Alex started. That's true, And then, too. you know, Alex too. wasn't in the lineup for the last four-fifths of the season. That's true, too. So, you know, so, so, if, so, if we're making a Vegas bet, you know, you might want to put your money on him not starting. Probably game one probably doesn't yeah. start. But, but if you're I, talking, as the season goes on, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it becomes an impact, and, and it's, it's, it's evident that he can change the game. But the second, the second round through the Patriot League, I'd be – so that's when, oh, that's when sure. it's a different season. Yeah. Sure. sure. What do you think, to put you guys on the spot again here, what do you think are the biggest areas for improvement in Delonte's game? Well, mm. number one is going to be, well, I guess he was the main scorer. He took that title mm. from Jesse last year. But mm. Jesse still being a threat and being a guy who can do that is, you know, Delonte is going to have to take over a lot of the load like Jesse did last year. And we saw how Jesse, you know, it's just a different experience. you got to do a lot more. So that, that's a struggle. So I think that's going to be the big thing is, is um, you know, being the go-to guy, period. Mm-hmm. You know, no one else really has proven themselves. Right. Um, and, and and I think along with that comes kind of like being the emotional leader of the team. Now that Marco's out, Jesse's out, you know they got to pass that baton on to someone. Charlie, it could be Charlie. Soft spoken though. Soft spoken, and even he had ups and downs last season. He wasn't as consistent in terms of his playing time, which right. was sometimes mind boggling as well. So but I think somewhat due to injury. But too. in terms of just leadership, I think Charlie w- will fit beautifully next year in terms of. Just consistency and, and like I think he'll be a great leader and just doing things the right way. Exactly. You know, I mean, Charlie's gonna be like a lead by example guy. He's not gonna be super loud. I don't think you're gonna see Charlie Jones yelling too in too many huddles. But, but. I can see. I, I, and this is just an instinct. I don't know sure. Charlie. I don't know behind the scenes. But I can see him. You know, get you know a guy that he doesn't think is doing the right thing or a freshman. You know, he's trying to teach. I can see Charlie getting on his case and you know yelling at him in the locker room. You know, outside the sure. lines. And, and I bet Charlie right now, in this offseason as we speak, I bet he's in the middle of some, like, ridiculous, like, program. Oh, he's got, he like, was out like, in San Diego last year, Yeah, right? he, he was working on the beach last yeah. year, oh, something they, like that. At this moment, he's got, like, two of those, like, big bouncy balls you see at gyms with, like, the stretch, you know, wires for his hamstrings. Like, he's doing some crazy routine right now yeah. on the beaches. You know, obviously wearing that T-shirt under the jersey. Socks hiked up. I mean, I mean, but, but... Junior year, he lost the shirt. He I'm lost not, the shirt. That's right. I'm, I'm hoping it comes back. <laughs> Guys, look at what we're looking at. That was a weird thing the to reverse. say. Wow. Oh, we, th- we are looking at an Instagram photo Charlie Jones posted uh, recently of him. He is officially graduated. 
And wow. I and the Jones who we know and are great. I apologize in advance. Um, I just started talking about Charlie uh, not have, wearing a shirt under his shirt, and then we're now we're watching his Instagram. So little creepy, but you know that's what we do with the AU Hoops podcast. So, so wow. that brings up okay. the question, and, and that? we'll just have to ask. Uh, we'll just have to ask Charlie about this. And by the way, Charlie, fantastic Instagram profile. Um, <laughs> Is Charlie a grad student next year? What what is what's his my role? guess? He's got to be my right. my guess is Charlie Jones knocks out like a grad program in a year. Yeah, I would be surprised. <laughs> you know? I would be surprised. Yeah, but wow, I didn't know he had graduated. What a what an absolute beast! Yeah, graduates in three years, is out. You know, gains a scholarship that he should have had from the beginning. Yeah, now he's out working out in San he, Diego. Or if something. he wasn't playing basketball, he basically got a scholarship when he graduated. So if it wasn't for the basketball, I'd be like, "Oh, congrats! Here's your scholarship." He's like, "You know what, guys? Uh, I already graduated." <laughs> <laughs> impressive, impressive stuff from Charlie, as always. Uh, not too much on Delante Jones's uh, Twitter. I was looking at that one next. Um, what was the next thing I wanted to ask? Lonnie, it, can Lonnie be by far the most improved player on this team? Like. We've talked to DA, our boy Aldridge, a lot about this. Like, Lonnie is six seven. he's long, he's athletic. He was probably one of the top three or four defenders on last year's team. Now, if he puts up, like, a 1,000 shots a day this summer and actually becomes comfortable taking, like, open 18-footers on the baseline, I feel like he can make a huge jump. What do you guys think? I think a lot of it has to do with... The system, and, and as we see in the Golden State series, is you know players and matching up with the teams is is what kind of system is it? So you know, it, it, are they go big? Do they go small? You know, I don't. I, I, it's tough for me to progress, and you know, I don't like talking about it until I see it. So yeah, yeah. yeah he's got the potential. It's freaking June right it's now. June, I get that. maybe I don't know. You know, yeah. let's see. But I, I, he's got the potential to be a starter in the uh, Patriot yeah. League for sure. Uh, that would be another big jump. Yeah. I always think, uh, you know, Coach Brennan always gave him the benefit of the doubt. And, and he he got some quality PT as a freshman. So I think, uh, you know, he's got nowhere to go but up. I would like to see him transform those raw talents. Um, you know, even if it's around the rim or, or if it's 18-footers, as you said, like, he can score. He's just got to be set up to score. I don't think he's going to, I don't know, do you think he's creating? Well, I think he has to improve his handle. I mean, I think, you know, if he's oh, going to create sure. and score, he's got to improve his handle a lot. But I'm just talking about, like, Lonnie catches the ball. Say, you know, say uh, James, you know, gets the ball, the screen at the top from Paris and drives the lane and kicks to Lonnie, you know, in that corner. Like, not even that three-point range, just like 18 feet out. Like, this past season, if he would catch it in that spot, he'd never shot. Or maybe choke a couple of those, but most of the time he would either drive or just pass it back out. Like if he becomes comfortable playing that wing and shooting the ball, mm. that's such another weapon that they didn't have I mean, this year. He's got the size to play the wing, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and as I said, he's a good, good defender. But back to the point, what is Mike Brennan doing right now? <laughs> like, what do you think he's doing right now? I think it's, I could be mistaken, but I think it's an open recruiting period right now. So I guarantee you he's, like, taking in, like, four tournaments a day. So he's not watching Orange is the New Black on Netflix? Probably not. Probably not hanging out with his cat. (laughs) Dude, dude, it's like like Tommy Boy. He's, like, in his car, right? 
Jolly from like Midwest city to Midwest city. Like there's a there's a pizza in the back seat. What <laughs> was the joke? You wouldn't put a bull up a horn's ass or something. You're gonna go look at a T-bone steak by putting your head up a bull's ass, but I'd rather take the butcher's word for it. Get out. Crespo, can I ask you about this? So Greenman tweeted this the other day. Uh, yeah. So the admit the admit rate at your uh alma mater, at least for grad school, has dropped to 25.7% for the class of 2020, the lowest in AU admission history. Mm. Greenman tweets, one, great school, two, most powerful city in the world, three, most best coaching staff in the world, asterisk, asterisk, slightly biased on part three. What are your thoughts on parts one, two, and three? I mean, hey, I... Oh, hot take right here. I've interacted with the AU undergrads. I mean, and they are smart, smart cookies, and they're all doing like... Like big things, whether it's like medical school or like working in New York. Uh, what? Know, it sounds like a Taylor. Finance. It sounds like a Taylor Swift video where she's got her New York high rise and the mean video, and I she mean, just it just it just has diploma on there on the wall. I mean, the students are doing big things. I'm like, damn, like these these kids are talented. So uh, a plus AU undergrad like sets them up for success. All right, <laughs> that's on you AU, and that's me speaking like as a as a you know. Not just an alum, but just as a appreciator, if you will, of just what you're doing with these kids. And so, obviously, great school. Obviously, best city. Granted, you're not in downtown D.C. You've got a campus. So, like, I know VTech. VTech had a nice campus, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Would you find a campus like that in D.C., like Georgetown, GW? No, it doesn't exist. No. But in Tenleytown, <laughs> the basketball, like, like mecca of Patriot League, Tenleytown, USA... There, you've got an actual campus. You got kids throwing frisbees in the in the quad. I mean, lots of quad action, lots of frisbee, <laughs> a lot of um, orientation. Can't go wrong with that. So it, it's a great setting. I think AU, uh, you know, is doing great things. And and Kerwin, I'm sure that's a part that's that's a nod to Kerwin um, doing some good things. I think he's going to be gone after the end of this year, is my understanding. But uh, but he's done great things for athletics and for academics. That See, is a- if, if you don't think that we don't promote AU and the school, you haven't heard Dave Weldred's Crespo on this podcast. And another thing to point out is just population increase. Every school's admittance rate gets lower. But that's just a, <laughs> that's the Saturday Night Live womp womp. <laughs> no, but I, seriously, think about how hard it is to get in any school now, especially a good school like like Virginia Tech, for me, example, 10 years ago, if I'm, uh, you know... Ten years later, no way I could get to that school. Ten years ago, where would you have gone to school? Now, or fifteen years ago, actually, um, I would have done the same thing. Community but I wouldn't college. have gotten in. Oh yeah, yeah nowadays I you I, mass low, dude. Right? Nowadays I wouldn't yeah. have gone to school. I just start blogging. Just start blogging. Be like, what's my career path? I just start dude. AU Hoops Pod, man. Blogging from your basement. CEO yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine if you had started this at eighteen? Oh my oh, goodness! Man. You know how big this would be right now? Oh, I don't even know what we would have used to record it. You know, it would have been like a VHS. <laughs> you mass Amherst, dude. Let's be honest. Come on. Holy cow, uh, James Washington. Do you see him? Playing off the ball a lot next year. We we talked about this ad nauseum during his past season. He's not a point guard. At the same time, the AU system that's not quite as important. But 
with Saeed. I see him as a you know starting off the year as a combo guard, um, and then you know when Saeed hopefully makes a transition, coming the point, James playing the two. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you yeah. know there's going to be a little size, not a size advantage. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that plays out. Maybe a little bit of a Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum backcourt action in Portland. And, mm. You know, am I am I comparing James Washington, how? And Saeed Nelson? No, but it's going to be a tough. You just did. It's going to be tough for the size. So we'll see how that works out. How tall is Saeed? I'm curious. He's six one, right? He is. He's short. He's not listed on the roster yet. But it's just two. Around. It's just two guys. On, it's not. I mean, they're, individually they're fine, but just you know, a backcourt two guys under sixty. I mean, it, it could be fine depending on the other lineup. But yeah, um, you know, they. I think Washington. Big the last few years, like Jesse, like there's just a lot of six five guys, you know, minus yeah. a Pee Wee. Sure, um, they've been big. I think I think Washington can be big with with another guy helping him bring up the ball, and then he can play off the ball whether it's spotting up for threes because Washington can hit threes. He can hit threes. Um, he, he he can also drive the lane, but I feel like that's not his that's not his go to option at all. So I'm curious to see what Saeed brings if he's maybe he's spreading out the offense, maybe he's driving bringing defenders in and he can kick it out to a Washington or a Jones. I just don't know what role Saeed's going to play um, at this point, obviously. But we, we hope it's one that where it's going to be a creator, maybe a, maybe a drive and a kick out, or just a drive and just convert, like how we've seen Kyrie and LeBron do uh, um, all, all NBA Finals. So I think James is going to make big improvements. I think I like so, him. too. I his think so Twitter, too. Tw- Twitter cover photo is humbleness. He's got a good he's head on his shoulders for sure. We talked sure. to him. We have uh, talked to him a couple times during his past season. Uh, the, the the blog I kind of did the report card on him showed that he got better with his ball control as the season went on. Uh, he kind of tightened things up. He's still not a great ball handler, but a uh, hard work of summer. He's will definitely hard that as well. He's uh, hardwired to do well. What yeah. did Professor Jake give him for a final grade? I don't think it was great. What, what did I give him? C plus. We're looking at it right now here. Sports C plus. C plus. Yeah. C plus. He can be better. He's got to be better, uh, especially on defense. It's you know, Brendan barked at him throughout the season. Uh, he's got to improve his shooting and got to get better at ball handling. But I think he's going to fit well with Saeed. Um, and he's got a full year on his belt. Like he played a lot of minutes his freshman year. He, he played did. a ton of minutes. He did. So I think I think that's going to show well his sophomore year. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Quick. We've, we've gone through about 30 minutes, and I've only mentioned Pee Wee once. Oh, that's my new, gosh. That's a new record for the AU's podcast. Oh, my gosh. Pee Wee killing it with the Cal Ripken <laughs> Foundation. Uh, well, I mean, what more can you say? Just Pee Wee is the man. I hope he's still working there. I, I guarantee yeah, he, he is. definitely is, but I that'd be awkward he if he is. wasn't. You mean he's obviously like a volunteer a, assistant for the, for the team, or you mean a Cal No, it's the Cal Ripken Foundation. Because ah. if we didn't talk to him, it would be like 40 years from now, and I'd just be like, Pee-wee's just killing it. No, dude, he's, he's tweeting about all these awesome things they're doing. They did a clinic with uh, nice Team Laidos. <laughs> they're doing all these clinics and things for kids. Oh, and the, the wine they, bottle is almost they're gone. They're building an Eddie Murray field. That's awesome. Yeah, Eddie Murray. Eddie Murray, throwback. shout out. Throwback. Switch yeah. hitting hit 500 home run, Eddie Respect. Murray. Pee-wee is the man, dude. Eddie, uh, Eddie Murray built Pickles Bar. In Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> no, his beard built the bar, dude. Let's be honest. Final hot take, starting lineup come uh, come Ooh. early November. Ooh. Ooh, put me on the spot, Ooh, man. I gotta November? go I gotta go back to a computer and a roster. Yeah. Uh, you got Charlie, you sure. know, senior first time. You got um Crespo. Let's go back and 
Back and forth. All right. <laughs> we'll have Washington. Come on, Grespa. Yeah, we'll Washington. Washington starting. Mm. Jake. Two at two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, am I up? Oh, so, so sorry. We got Charlie. We got Washington. We got Delante. I'll take the easy one. Ah, you took the easy one. Big man. Big man coming out of the gate. <sighs> I don't know if he's... Who knows if he's ready, but... You thinking it? I'm thinking it. I'm thinking of my Cribs video right now, actually. I don't know. I, I, I think it's going to be... The, what do you think, Jake? What do I think? I think it's going to be... King Zeke? <laughs> King Zeke is no longer on the team. team. Yeah, I know, but I love following him on social media. I think Paris might still stay strong in the starting lineup. That's um, going to be another thing, is because the report card, for people that haven't seen the report card on Paris... There's times where I said he could be the leading scorer of the team. Right. Uh, it's just kind of that black hole. So right. um, if he can, you know, be a little more, yeah, that'll be interesting. You know me, Jake. Actually, I don't I think, like thinking ahead. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Matic is in the starting lineup. I mean, he, you know, outperformed Paris, especially down the stretch. He got off most of the main minutes in Patriot League play. Um, so you got Matic at the five. You got. Could you ever? No, you they, 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 Could you ever have? They them could as go a four small. Yeah. They could go small. I mean, they. It's hard to imagine Delante at the four, but they could go small. I think. Could you ever go big though? Andre, With Modic Andre and, and Paris. Yeah, you know they, they tried out that no, lineup no a few quickness, times. Yeah. yeah, just no quickness. I think by season, by late in Patriot League play, or even early in Patriot League play, if Lonnie makes the strides, I think he will. I could see Lonnie starting at the four. Would you put your money on Lonnie at the four? I would. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Throw it out right now. Lonnie so at the four. You're saying Ma- so, Maddich and Lonnie to, to, to end it? Probably. Maddich, yeah. Lonnie, Delante, Charlie, and uh, Saeed. Yeah. But but let's not forget about Jalen, too. I mean, Jalen is going to be that other leader. Definitely. You know, he's the senior Definitely. coming back. He, he made good strides this past year. He found his shot in Patriot League play. That man does not miss from the corner. No, can't wait no. to do the write up on him. <laughs> uh, he could be a starter. He could be a senior starter. Brendan loves his seniors. Well, yeah, no, it's funny. I, I agree. I think I honestly think, and I think you guys will agree, there will be some games where he doesn't get off the bench, and other games where he plays thirty-two minutes and has you know least, twenty points with six threes. Points, yeah. um, I, it, I'm not sure how. Could, because he's the type of guy, based on the situation, you know, and Brennan more than anybody, one game no one plays, the next game you're a main factor. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if that's what Jalen did again. Maybe a more consistency between those big games. Um, but, yeah, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, Tolksdorf, is he part of rotation? He he's will be part, part of rotation. rotation. Fell sure. off. He'll, sure. he'll be... I don't know. He'll definitely Maybe be in the seven. first. He'll definitely be in the first eight, seven or eight to start yeah. at least. Yeah, seven or eight. But I think, I think with him, uh, he never quite found his comfort zone. Whether it was, yeah, you know, dropping twenty foot shots or defending or or playing around the hoop. Right. I feel like yeah. he never found his his like money or his spot. role because like he's or a good role. shooter, not a great shooter. He's like defender, kind of in between. So good against you know you can cover yeah. the big a little, but not great against one. So. Yeah, it'll be another interesting jump. Yeah, he he to me is a complete question mark. I could see him either being a complete non-factor or becoming like a fifteen-minute game guy. Uh, Jesperini's another one. He could, he's, he's gonna be he's gonna be super skinny coming in. So he's gonna have that Gabe Brown build. We know Gabe is gone now. Oh. Shout uh, out we're to not Gabe. we're not surprised by that. Thanks thanks for everything, Gabe. Pour what, one out for Gabe, <laughs> dude. What is Kevin Smith gonna do now that Gabe's not on the team? Because like they were. 
they loved like they were like the tag team celebration. You mean Kevin Brown? Kevin Brown. Excuse me. Sorry. Shout out to Kevin Brown. Uh, but like him and Gabe are like the one-two punch in the bench for like bringing out the excitement. That's and you know what? One. You know who should be mentioned? We know why. Why can't play? And he's got the medical mm. heart, you know, red shirt and everything. But why? Why is going to be a senior? And we see all these things with like why? Why and these like he's involved photos and yeah. videos and everything. Yeah. That shouldn't be underestimated. Like why? Why could be an emotional leader for this team, even though he won't play a single minute of basketball this year. Yeah, no, shout out. That 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 will be an interesting. We should do a little behind the scenes or a little expose on uh, YY cuz that's a, sure. I mean that's a crazy interesting story. For sure. Uh, can I just throw out that I'm super excited about the nine conference schedule? Like it hasn't been uh, made official yet, but we saw a post on Pro Boards like at Maryland to start. Are you kidding me? That's going to be great. We're going to be on press row, oh, just up in College Park, baby. And then we're talking about other guaranteed games. We're going to Philly for at the national champions. We got St. Bonaventure, some cheesecakes, a good MAC team, and then home games against at least four home games, which has not happened during the tenure of the AU Hoops podcast. St. Francis, Maryland Eastern Shore, New Hampshire makes a return trip, and of course the Mount, and maybe even Youngstown. I mean. Hell yeah, guys. Like, it's about time we get a, a really, really intriguing non-conference schedule. And that is three three games. Uh, if I'm in D.C., I know you guys will be there. Maryland, uh, Villanova, and St. Bonaventure. So there is going to be yeah. about 65 to 70% will probably be at the games this year. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be pretty sweet. That's well, a super, super exciting out-of-conference schedule. And hopefully we can draw some people in and get some packed houses. for Because, I mean, those are some pretty good home games. Absolutely, yeah. I, th- I think it's a really, really good schedule. That should be a lot of, uh, a lot of fun, and and will help kind of build the hype around the program. So that so it's not the case where it has been the past three years, where like the student body doesn't even know that there's a basketball team until like mid January. Right. Because I mean, you have one game in like mid November, and then you don't have another home game off, until yeah. the students are gone for uh, winter break. I mean. I mean, if you're not around for that Youngstown State Penguins game... Down in Youngstown! You need to reevaluate your life goals because so many question marks, all right? I'm just saying. Guys, let's improvise some closing thoughts here. I got to get to a fundraiser for my organization, DC Scores. Sam, I don't know what you're doing. You're welcome to stay on the couch Ah, shirtless. Shirtless on the couch watching Big Ted basketball from 2013. Crespo, you got to watch some more Copa, some more Euros. But uh, let's close with something. We've got a lot of content. A lot of a lot of time has passed since the last time we were all this close to each other, shooting the shit. Shirtless. Uh, all right. Well, I'll start. I will say. Um, so, uh, since we've last closed the last podcast, um, yeah, work is still the same old, same old, whatever. I, I think the biggest thing that's changed <laughs> is is I'm now more part of the active DC community, and that's definitely. By through Jake specifically, yeah. that uh, uh, you know I've I've been able to be a part of not only going to workouts and 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 bettering my my whether it's running or or uh, I don't know stairs workouts or just being active fit, in general yeah. at six thirty in the morning six thirty yeah. in the morning Monday Wednesday Friday I probably won't make all three but that's that's been my like baseline of just being a part of the city. Mm-hmm. And that came to a head last week. We were on Good Morning America uh, on, on Wednesday. 
Yeah. Just, Good Morning America filmed a whole workout. Where's the AU Hoops podcast shout out on Good Morning America? We, I mean, like, you gotta have that. We gotta have that shirt when you were on the camera. I know. Jake, I know. I failed in that respect. Jake got a lot of backside shots. Um, <laughs> and then, and then the, there's one shot of when like uh, this one person was being interviewed by the camera, and I'm just like waving and like. I don't know, doing some like hard thing. I don't, I don't even know, know, I don't what, know what that shape doing. was that you were doing, but oh, you got on. Made it doing. look convincing. Whatever you're doing, I don't know what I was doing. So, anyways, um, that's that's been changed. So, so I'm ready to kind of like, um, you know, maybe maybe be more active, run some races. Um, you just ran one this morning. I just ran one this morning. Um, growing my hair out a little bit longer. <laughs> I'm, I'm like a burnout right now. But uh, but hey, I'm approaching summer like guns blazing right now. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Sam, what do you got? I am. Uh, it, I'm gonna give a teaser and say, wait, because we'll have an update in a few weeks of what I'm gonna do. Hey yo, keep everything on the DL right now, fellas. Stay tuned, guys. Uh, big news coming from Sam. Or no news. Wouldn't that be or no news? He might just be so, Sam Shortstop Healy from Chicago. I'm still unemployed, guys. Still unemployed. <laughs> still driving the lift. Ah <laughs> oh, man, I don't even know what I have. Uh, Life has been crazy. I've been super busy at work. I've been going on all these hiking trips. I was out in California, San Diego, Death Valley, Joshua Tree. I'm going to Portland. I'm super excited about that. By the way, you know, this is what I'm going to say about in my closing thought. Patriot League getting all kinds of love because of CJ McCollum. That guy is something else. Mm. Not only is he... By far the most improved player this year, and he won the award. And he and Dame Lillard form what is hands down the second most exciting backcourt in the NBA. Like, they are so fun to watch. Like, that series, by the way, them against Golden State, like, I know only went five. That was a great series. Like, every game in that series, like, came down to the wire, and Golden State just found a way to win. I remember I was, I remember watching game four. It was one of those, like, Tuesday nights where I should have been in bed at like 9.30 because I had to get up at 4.30 the next morning for November Project. And it went until like 1. It was in Portland. And uh, holy cow, what are we watching? A fan getting abducted at Euros. Holy, getting, <laughs> fan tried to storm right the, the, field. the field. Wow, kind of like that guy at the <laughs> Cleveland game last year with the anti-Trump sh- uh, chest. Anyway, um, crazy fans. Anyway... <laughs> Oh, I didn't. Not to get too political. Was there? Did you see it on the blogs the next day? It was an anti-Trump thing. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, what I'm I saying. Didn't, I didn't know that. I, I, I saw some photo today. Oh, gotcha. Good for that guy. Uh, yeah, I, I always want to see it, but it, that'd be sorry. That'd be interesting to see if they did show it. Oh. Would that cause? If they do show a streaker or someone jumping yeah. on court with a political statement, would that cause so much more people to do it? I, I mean, yeah. I, well, that, that's an interesting. You're topic. getting arrested. I yeah. don't know. I, you got to be kind of crazy to do that. But anyway. CJ, so good, repping the Patriot League. And not only that, I think the coolest, one of the coolest things about CJ is, like, he is, like, an ambassador for kids to get into sports journalism, especially minorities. Mm-hmm. And he's got, like, all these programs that he's doing, not, not just in Portland, but, like, throughout the United States, like, like free programs to get kids interested in writing about sports because that was his major at Lehigh. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the coolest things going on in the NBA. He he does all this stuff like he does like all these like video segments and stuff like for the NBA. Like Adam Silver, like the the commish entrusts him to do these, and he's like on Zach Lowe's podcast all the time. He's amazing. You said you're going to Portland. 
Yeah. Dude, send an email. You I'm never in know. town. Yeah. You never That's know. It's not a bad idea. Knowing CJ, he's probably going to be all over the place doing these oh, appearances. For sure, we, for sure. we tried to get CJ on the pod back in, I think it was February, but now the dude is just blown up. Yeah. Ahu's podcast is big, guys, but apparently it's not big enough to get CJ McCollum on it. But, um,. Shoot, man, fellas, it's just been good to, to uh, reunite. I can ensure our listeners we have big, big things coming. Our lives outside of the podcast are pretty crazy, and it is summertime. We are going to get outside a little bit, have a little bit of fun, but uh, but huge things uh, coming in the near future. Any, any final closing words before we all head off in our directions? Go Eagles! <laughs> and as always, you can find... All AU Hoops podcast material for now, whether it's podcasts like this, whether it's our player report cards, which I'm going to get back to doing here in the next couple weeks, still have a bunch of those, whether it's anything else at auhoopspodcast.com. And if you're on iTunes, uh, on your podcasting app, on your phone, uh, search AU Hoops Podcast, subscribe, leave, it, leave us a comment, leave us a rating, let us know what you think of the pod, what we can do better going into 2016-2017. And as Sam said, Go Go Eagles. Eagles! Tough cue up, fellas. That's a tough cue up, but it's worth the wait. Wait for it. We get kind of goofy during the summer. Fun. If you fall down and hurt your bum.